Welcome to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I am Boomer X. And I am Millennial Z. We are talking about tonight, what are the real problems we are facing? And when yeah. I say we, I mean anybody, <laughs> any human right. being. What are real problems? You, you see people complaining about or all sorts of things that really aren't a problem. They're just complaints, just people mm -hmm. complaining and arguing and fussing about something that really doesn't matter. It's like what to watch on television. All mm -hmm. of the shows pretty much suck. So what difference does it make? You know? Yeah, what, but, what celebrity did, what scandalous thing or said yeah, whatever yeah, but controversial there are, topic. Yeah, you know, like so-and-so said an ugly word about somebody else who's also meaningless. You know, yeah. <laughs> celebrities arguing about each other because they called each other names. Who cares? They're yeah. both rich and they both have problems. They don't they don't have problems that really mean anything except to themselves. If they went away tomorrow, really wouldn't matter. Another celebrity would take their place and you mm -hmm. would be just as happy watching somebody else do the mm -hmm. same thing in the movies. But there are real problems. And that's what I want to talk about today. What real problems are out there that people should discuss and consider and try to find answers to? And I'm not going to say what they are necessarily, the answers, but we are going to talk about the problems and at least discuss them a little bit to try to do it because we can't solve the world's problems in an hour. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, I mean, we can't even discuss them all. We're just going to discuss essentially, them. Yeah, just, essentially, just to get them as awareness to the world sure. instead of worrying about nonsense, superficial things Yes, really don't matter at all, wasting time thinking about. Yeah, and it's and it's fun to talk about superficial things sometimes, just as a distraction. Because if you see yourself all the time, you'll make yourself crazy. Sure, but it eventually becomes unhealthy to care so much about such stupid things. Like really, I, I think so too. And I and you've yeah. heard me say that your whole life. Like I really don't care when somebody gets paid twenty million dollars to play pretend for a living in a movie. Things yeah. about things they have no idea what the average person. Yeah or place a kids game and they make millions of dollars and now yeah. they're supposed to care what they have Professional to say sports. about I'm like, really? some topic yeah 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 like they would have any expertise on the matter at all you know like right you, you're an expert at playing football well good if i have a football question i'll come to you and <laughs> until then i i really don't care and honestly, if, if you're a linebacker, I'm probably not going to ask you too many football questions. You really don't know besides don't let that guy go through. Yeah. Or if you have a you know, strength and conditioning question, I might ask you, you know, about what you do for your particular sport, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. But other than that, like, well, I went to college. A lot of people go to college and because you're an athlete, you probably had somebody doing your homework for you. So you really you may not even have gone to class. <laughs> and if you went yeah. to college, so what? It just means you played sports while you went you had a scholarship and you were good i mean that's i'm glad for you but again you, right. you really don't know what other people had to do uh in life and have to deal with and what they face and what they have to think about on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis and i don't know what they have to i know what they do for a living so i know what they don't have to you know mm -hmm. but well i rated mine from I, I say I rated mine from top to bottom, but I didn't because I kind of got scatterbrained a bit in the end it while I'm looking matter. at my list. But the first one I had was government accountability. That's a worldwide wow. issue. That's funny because mine is the same. Mine is political yeah. corruption. And those are hand in hand. You, you, yeah. 
the only way you have political corruption is if you have a lack of accountability in government. Yeah. So yeah, people I, I, aren't I, actually making sure their government's governing and actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Well, that's a huge issue. Yes. You know, the thing is, governing by its nature means restriction. That's what government sure. means to restrict other people. And mm-hmm. the only people who need to be restricted are the rich and powerful because yeah. uh, people who aren't can't do anything. Yeah. But it's funny how the government almost never restricts the rich and powerful. Quite the opposite. They enable them to do more, which is the corruption of the system. Sure. And, to, and they do it. Those, our elected officials do it to enrich themselves. Or in some countries, they're not elected. They just seize the power through violence or coercion mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But here's the thing. And it's something that I've noticed over a period of time, and some people will attempt to deny it. But you can always tell how corrupt a government is by how prosperous the country is. They are in lockstep. You will not have a prosperous country with a very corrupt government. It simply doesn't happen. And the more corrupt the government is, the more problematic the, uh, the I usually say that's a that's usually a tell sign tell yeah. sign that there's a lot of corruption happening if they're not yeah. very prosperous, right? I, I give you with that, and you can say, well, the citizen. No, you you can take a criminalized citizenry, and with a new government in place, suddenly everybody's making money, and there's a lot less crime because mm-hmm. the government is a lot less corrupt and treating people properly, and they're restricting people in ways that are more fair and more equal nothing is absolutely fair and equal although we try but Mm -hmm. the more corrupt the government and those people within the government and the law enforcement officials the worse off the nation is every single time you can see it in every country you can see it in the western world in haiti that's the that's the worst over here and that's because of the influence of the u.s government right there but it's continuing it's horrible because that government is incredibly corrupt and all the people know it, and they're like, well, what's the point? They're all trying to get theirs because they know that's what happened. Mexico, the same way. The cartels run rampant because the government allows it. It's corrupt. Mm-hmm. And a lot yeah, of the citizenry there. Korea, yeah, are miserable. country in Africa. Right. Like, the citizenry all... there is miserable because there's nothing they can do because they know that there's nobody looking out for them. Mm-hmm. And it's corrupt. And it's that every African country the same way. If the country is in desperate straits, it's because the government is absolutely corrupt. It has nothing to do yeah. with the citizenry, only that the citizenry can only do so much because mm-hmm. the government is made up of the citizenry that get together and make the rules and make sure they're enforced and set up a structure. And if they haven't done so, that's it. Right. Because the government has a monopoly on violence. Yeah, they do. Um the next one after that would be education for me was uh, people just don't care enough about education systems and education in a whole and how to educate people and the efficiency well, of that. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think a lot of people do. Um, although I agree with you, education is a big problem. And the fact that it's become politicized yeah. since, since the seventies, especially it's become heavily politicized. And it's, it's so politicized that math is including race theory, which no matter what you think about race theory, 
in school makes no sense whether you're for it or against it math should not approach it it should not be mentioned in any math textbook for any reason you're supposed to be learning about how numbers work how mathematics work and how it underpins logical and critical thinking Mm. in an absolutely abstract way not in a social way at all yeah so you're corrupting and polluting and the fact that the phd educators who think that's appropriate to include that in math textbooks is a problem and that goes to show that there is more on their mind than simply teaching young kids how to think critically they want to teach them what to think socially and i find that that a real problem yeah, that's part of it. Um, you know, tuition issues, how much universities yes. cost, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's strictly due to public corruption, I believe, because mm-hmm. tuition wasn't that high. Tuition's gone up over a thousand percent in the last 30 years. And it's strictly because they made more money available and the schools took advantage of it. And they say, well, if they can pay more, we're going to charge more. Right. And the schools, of course, most state schools being part of government, Everybody rode that train so that all the faculty and staff could get raises and they could get new classrooms and new everything, but they weren't, they're not putting out any better students. Mm -hmm. It's just unbelievable. Just more money in the system for people to use. And they're doing it on the backs of the citizenry, the students and their parents. And I find that a real problem. There's obviously something wrong and people mention it, but nobody wants to do the obvious solution of stop giving people loans to go to school. Just stop it. Just say, because most people who go don't either, they don't, if you combine with, they don't finish to get their degree or they get a degree that doesn't pay them enough to pay off the loans. Most people or treat don't. it like a normal loan and that and right. banks will stop giving the loan out because they'll start treating it like a normal loan and yes. people can start bankrupting on their own loan. Right. And they won't get paid. Yeah. For the it, reason so they do it is because the student loans follow you until death or right. now the parents, because they realize the kids don't have the wherewithal to pay it. It's such a bad investment. They have to have a co-signing. So what does that yeah. tell you? That right. is a real problem. That's why they make parents sign on student loans now, because it's such a bad investment. They have to have a co-signing. So that's not good. And mm-hmm. that is a, a real genuine problem. And that's mm-hmm. only in the U.S. because I realize every other civilized country has free education yeah. to people who actually show up and get If not grades. free, heavily less Heavily expensive. subsidized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's only in the U.S. So, and we both live in the U.S., so I'm talking about that. But right. that is, it's unbelievable how bad of a risk it has become. And they recognize that. But because of the corrupt system, the schools and the banks got the government to say, no, make them pay it anyway, rather than allowing them to declare bankruptcy. That's a, that's an issue. Mm -hmm. That's a real issue. Well, we can go to the school board corruption system, how there's just constant stories about them. What was the, I can't remember what state it was, but they found a full warehouse full of motorcycles and and it was all funneled from the school expenses and it was all owned by the school board. Motorcycles, bunch of motorcycles, bunch of Harley Davidson's found in a warehouse. Why? affiliated with the school board somebody they wanted on them. The sco- somebody on the school board was making money off of selling motorcycles or buying no, motorcycles? no 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 they were buying motorcycles off the school funding on the school board but, but who was riding them did they find out i mean that just no, makes I, no I, sense. I don't remember i don't remember the whole story but i remember that's just one example of yeah, there's obviously public corruption happening for, for mm-hmm. private gain yeah, yeah they, there's no accountability again for them prison. the incentivization they of should go to prison period. instead of performance 
for the right. kids. Yeah. That's a huge issue. The yeah. lunch, the lunch program, the menus for them, that's awful. Like they the yeah, way they, they go about it is essentially like the prison industrial system. Yeah, they get paid get to feed kids nothing. Now. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, That's they, they make money off of paying of feeding kids terrible food. That's awful. And it's that's, a terrible it, yeah, system. It's, it's prison food. It's the same. Yeah. You get it from the same place. It's cooked the same way and it's provided the same way. Yeah, it's, it's not terrible. It's not. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it's a problem. I mean, it's barely mm-hmm. edible. I, I've been there. I was like, this is disgusting. And you can't can't change it. Yeah, there's there's something wrong. And it's gotten worse in the last 10, mm-hmm. 15 years. And it wasn't that good when you're all were in. I went a couple of times to visit and it was edible. But now it's gotten far worse. It's yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, well, caveat for my list is that it's mostly going to be American uh, centralized. Or yeah, this focused. is this is where we this is where we know. So yeah, but of course, except, except public and government corruption, that's universal. Yeah, yeah, it's endemic um, and it's obvious when it occurs. The next one to me is uh, the degradation of the nuclear family. I know that's a mouthful, but uh, people not keeping value on a family system so you're advocating I mean, a nuclear family yeah i'm advocating that in marriage um people when they do get married try to stay in marriage yeah see That's you're it. you're uh talking about see this that we should be switching roles i'm the one i'm the older guy i'm the one that well the way i say it is because advocating for that the more i see it and more people i the more i deal with people in my area and my age group and seeing them in bad times is they have a bunch of kids and they're not married or they have a bunch of baby mamas or they have a bunch of baby daddies and nobody's married to each other. Nobody's financially supporting one another. And that's commonplace. Yeah. And so the very government disturbing. has to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, and that's because that lack of accountability, not just government, but personal accountability, they're allowing the mm-hmm. government are taking up the slack where individuals don't have to be accountable. And that's yeah. all about trying to keep the birth rates up because mm-hmm. people aren't having kids anymore so they're getting desperate they're having public policies to allow that i i agree with you you can see like i said we mentioned it before somewhere between 80 and 90 percent of the people in prison didn't have a father figure in the home that's yeah. that's, that's super uh, obvious that yeah. it's a problem mm-hmm. not to say it's guaranteed because there's plenty of people who did well without it but it's almost a guarantee the ones who do poorly don't have it right and that's an issue that complete lack of respect for authority and not having to just have not having a structure somebody a father figure to keep you in line with how to think about things right because only one of them is not going to do enough somebody to provide an example and somebody to mm. give structure and enforce it and someone that's not there you don't know how to be an adult all of a sudden you're yeah i find people who don't have that are stuck at being a large child all yeah they don't emotionally mature they don't Um, they don't know how to be an adult they really don't they're not disciplined at all or if they do it it's almost in spite of not having it they become super disciplined but most of them don't most of them just have none and they don't care about anybody but themselves and it's pretty bad Mm -hmm. Um, back then not everybody but it's pretty obvious i'm with you if they had more of it and there's no way to force it. A, a lot of that happened since the 80s when they allowed um, women to just point the finger at anybody and say, you're going to pay child support, whether they had proof or not, because they didn't have genetic testing. And they were just starting to insane. men as piggy banks 
Because yeah. prior to that, men goes, not my kid, not my problem. And they wouldn't get paid. They wouldn't get any money. And they couldn't frame it. There was no mechanism. It was a civil Well, issue. how the, the legal system works is if she accuses you and you don't even show up to court, then it's just defaulted it's to you. Right. But before is, that, and that's what I want to say, like, before that in the U.S. in the 70s and earlier, if you had no proof that that happened, unless you had video of it or a confession, you got no, you wouldn't get money for the kid. Period. Yeah. Because you had to prove, just like, that's why you would vet a guy when you were going out with him before you had relations or intimacies with the guy, because what if they leave you high and dry? And right. if you allowed that to occur again, women would be much more uh, reluctant. <laughs> yes. To have a kid, especially if the government wouldn't pay for it. Like, yeah. well, didn't you do that to yourself? And if you think about it, although it would be harsh, a woman has full control of whether or not she wants to have that baby. Mm -hmm. At every stage, she can do the plan B. She can have an abortion. She can give it up for adoption. She can this roll is down stairs. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and this is all without any input from the potential father. He has no say so at any stage of this at all. Yeah. She can give it up for adoption. She can leave it on the doorstep to a hospital, fire department, police department, yeah. or a church. And there's nothing anybody can say about it. Yeah, she's not held accountable for so that at all. Not accountable for anything. And she can demand money from a potential father, whether or not she knows who it is or not. And she'll get paid yeah. unless he can prove otherwise. Or, and even if not, sometimes it's too late. Even if you can prove, the state doesn't care. They make you pay. So mm -hmm. I'd say, how about this? You want to make him be accountable? Just say, how about you can decide not to have the baby. The male can decide not to pay anything. That's on you. Should you better make sure who you go down with to before you have a kid? How about that? You are gonna get spit fired get, on a. I, I on know a I am. Spit, but, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you you have full control over whether or not you want to keep. And the I baby completely at agree. Point. Well, that's not even part of it, too. Is it's also the financial stability that happens with it. I mean, a lot of the poverty line. I think we are twelve percent of the, of our population in America is under under poverty line, and majority of those people aren't married, and it's part of that. They have a bunch of kids that can't afford to get out and get a job because they're not having somebody else to help them with financial support. Well, if you're a, if you're a single mother, if you're a single father, that's just too bad. I can tell you right now yeah, from social service, they don't care. You get nothing, but if you're a single yeah. mother, they will give you free childcare and sure. you will get free. But you're still on the poverty over. line, which is part of the problem, yeah. which is if why you get it. So you can paying... pull yourself out. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you have, even if y'all are making 40 K a year, to school. if yeah. you're both making 40 K, you're making 80 K technically which you know you're supposed right. to be putting your sums together and also so. you're both looking out for the kid and you have both mm -hmm. per different personality types hopefully that at, that the child can see that you know people function right. different ways and you can see how two adults are supposed to act if you're getting along but i'll say this if you're not getting along don't stay together because of the yeah. kid because that makes it a terrible place for everybody so yeah. that's what i mean be you know be more careful so you can be responsible yeah. and have a good life uh, not just for the kid, but for yourself and the other person. Just be a little more adult in the way you go about things. That would be right. a, a nice thing. But I, I don't disagree. That is a problem. And it seems like it's just everybody's stuck in Peter Pan mode. And then they get caught and expect others to come run and bail them out. And there's there's no real obligation to do so. Now, the government has set up a system to do so to some degree. But everybody claims it's not enough. And obviously it's not working or you wouldn't have all these criminals from these single parent homes. Yeah. So, you know, it's obviously not working. 
I, there needs to be another way to go about it. And again, I'm not for the government enforcing anything. I think there needs to be a little less involvement in making people do things. So just withdraw, just stop subsidizing it and it will naturally fix itself. Well, that because goes it wasn't one. That, it wasn't a big problem when people didn't get money for having kids. You didn't have a right. payday every time you had a kid. It, there the weren't next that one, many. Uh, goes into it as a welfare program. We're putting yeah, so far you, we've put in twenty five trillion dollars into the welfare program have to help just as many people on welfare more than when we started. Well, per capita, so just yeah. as many people per capita. Yeah, actually more bodies, but percentage wise, it's the same as it was yeah. when if when they didn't have it, who were yeah. poor. So it's obviously not working. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't think anybody should starve. I, I truly think. No. Yeah. There, no, I'm not saying get rid of welfare when I say there's a problem with the welfare There needs system. to be a fundamental the, change like, in it. There needs to be obvious revamping. There is obviously an issue going on. People are exploiting it. Uh, yeah. The efficiency of the level of who's getting it is not really done because I know people that have struggled getting it when they deserve to get it. That type right. of stuff. I'm like, right. what's happening here? There's obviously some type of problem. There's a there's well, a that's, um, that corruption again yeah seeps in because they think only a certain demographic or type of person ought to get it and they can get it whether they can prove it or not and people who need it but don't fit that demographic don't get anything no matter what proof yeah. they have i've seen that myself uh, as mm. an investigator which is crazy if you think about it uh, those people ought to go to prison but yeah. nobody will do anything about it uh, but you're right no. i i do think there needs to be a revamping of it. I have seen it with my own eyes, generations on welfare. That means mm-hmm. over 60 years of continuous welfare because of the way That's they crazy. play the system. Yes. Which is nuts. It incentivizes them to never get a job. That's what it does. I've seen yeah. people like that. Well, if you, they, if they're like, you I get make more, more money sitting not at home, working. Yeah, yeah. If you get more money sitting at home than you do going to work, I don't blame them. Or if even Honestly, so a little bit less, oh, we go back into what yeah. causes people to change to a new job is a 10%, 20% bump. If they're not getting 10% or 20% more than just sitting on their butt all day, you damn well sure they're not going to start working. Why yeah, would why they would do they? that? Yeah, not yeah. to mention it costs money to go to work. Yeah. All of a sudden you have to pack Cost time, cost frustration. To, you have to have a vehicle, this. you have to pay for gas, you have to have insurance, you have to have all this stuff. Where if you just sit at home, you just have to have electricity and water. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I, I, I don't get it. They, they do definitely need to revamp that. That's a real problem. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be looked at by people who actually understand the system, not by politicians who make these proclamations yeah. from their ivory towers who have no idea what it's about and who have never lived that way or seen that way. And if they say, you're too white, dude, you have no idea. I got news for you. You've been hungry. I've been hungry. We've had yeah. to do things we didn't want to do. We know how it works. And I've seen these people and been one of these people. I know how it works right. uh, for years. So I, I, I don't want to hear it from anybody that we don't understand. We definitely understand and we yeah. know how to get away from it. And we know how the system is gained and how it works better than anybody, except unless you've been on the system for years. Obviously, they know the system right. better, better, than, better than we do, but perhaps not because mm. i understand how it goes and other people who claim that's not how it works you're one of those people who have no idea because you are on the outside yeah you don't looking see in people yes. selling food stamps because yes. they get so many food stamps i see this every well, now it's, day it's not stamps it's it's a card they get they get yeah. things it's a I old, say they still call they them say, food stamps yeah they still call it food stamps what i'm saying yeah. it's like see you they don't have to use stamps for years no they still use the same term 
but it's yeah, a different thing. And they still trade goods for certain things and they do certain things or they give them a card and they give them the, the code. They do all that stuff. So, you know, they don't pretend like it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But again, this happens in my estimation as a result inherent in the corruption of the system because they're playing mm-hmm. political games instead of actually trying to solve problems. But that's me. You know how I am about, about that kind of thing. So that's yeah. just that's just what I think about it. But I think you're absolutely right that there, Which, there, there do needs to be an emphasis on integrity and trying to keep a family unit for kids to keep this from becoming so pervasive and so problematic. And um, which goes into my other one. And these kind of lead into each other. You see how this all feeds yes, off of one another. Yes, There's I layers noticed. of. I noticed. As a uh, national Even debt crisis that we have is from us spending so much money on crap that we probably shouldn't you know, be spending money on. I used to think that was a big problem. And if you watch the news or you follow articles, they'll certainly tell you it's a big problem. But I'm going to tell you... It hasn't you, affected much is why you're going to say it yes. isn't really a problem. How yeah. often have you seen it really be a problem? Because for one I thing, agree. all the money is imaginary. It's made up yeah. tallies they created way back after they took everything off the gold system. It's not tied to GDP. It's mm-hmm. not tied to gross dimensional product. It's not tied to anything. It's just imaginary stuff. Sure. So it's an imaginary tally with an imaginary thing about an imaginary problem that nobody as long as everybody yeah as long as everybody buys into the game it doesn't matter it the number can be 20 or can be 20 trillion doesn't matter it's still debt and it's still imaginary sure as long as everybody keeps playing the game and making payments and keeping everything moving entertain this idea about it then if they have a limiting if they have some type of psychological limiting factor on the amount they can spend because of this well that's when it's a problem that's when it's a problem that causes us not to have other things like better medical care yes you know stuff like that when they start calling the debt in that but that's another problem and i was going to say and i and that's one of my issues inflation yeah inflation is a real issue more so than deflation or depressionary era or recession inflation when inflation gets out of control it creates real problems for everybody all of a sudden people start going hungry all of a sudden people stop making house payments car payments can't go to work lose their jobs can't pay for goods and that's everywhere not just a few people in a few places and even rich people start feel the pinch when you have to pay a thousand dollars for a loaf of bread yeah. When you have that much money in the system, and that's strictly due to the Federal Reserve creating too much currency just a, a year or two ago. Right. So, well, that's part of the problem is if you have a national national debt crisis and they keep pumping more money to have more revenue or more yeah, to or make more the flow, debt seem smaller more because liquidity. of the Keynesian yeah. economy. Yeah. And you start well, having But that's an a separate issue. issue. Uh, but right. like I said the real issue is inflation, and that's when because when you do sure. that, all of a sudden you have to create more debt to try to pay for the higher inflation. So it's aspiring. And that's been happening since inception. Yeah. It's just it has to be a controlled thing. And that's what apparently is happening now. But if it mm-hmm. gets out of control, I agree with you. That's the problem. That's the real mm-hmm. problem. When they reach some imaginary line in their head, whatever that line may be, that, right. uh-oh, and then default, boom, it's an economic apocalypse. And all of a sudden... They have to create a new system. That would be a real problem. 
And if they're yeah. aiming for that now, and they being the ones who control monetary policy, then that is a real issue. And it looks like it could go that way, but with the rising interest rates and everything else, it does appear that they're trying to get a handle on it before it gets out of control. But we've gotten to almost double digits for the last three months in a row, which is crazy on inflation. And that's compounded over each month, you know, 7.1, yeah. 7.4, now 8.1 or something like that. The last three months, that's crazy. And again, that's compounded okay. each month. The metaverse will fix all of this. <laughs> Yeah, another imaginary thing. Digital, <laughs> digital imagination. Cryptocurrency of the metaverse will solve all of our problems. Yeah, Just you and, wait. And the funny thing is, cryptocurrency is made up too by different people who says this is worth something. Let's see if everybody else will agree that this is worth something. And people start agreeing, yeah. and all of a sudden it's worth something. So I find that interesting. And I'm not to say it isn't worth something. If a, enough people agree to it, that it's worth something. That's how currency other, works. Yes. And other people agree that, it, that something. it is and are willing to buy it for that, then indeed it's worth something. That's how everything works. You know, right. That's how auctions work. If you think you have a baseball card worth $10,000 and everybody else tells you it's only worth 1000 and you go, no, yeah. it's worth 10000 but you put it out there and you can only sell it for 900 You know what it's worth? nine hundred dollars so, right and that's the same way with the cryptocurrency yeah that that's, appraisal they have on it isn't official that's just what right. they assume other people will buy it for we, that's how that correct. works <laughs> it is not worth what you think it is it is worth what other people are willing to pay you for it and that's right. what people and the same way with everything else mm -hmm. um after that is we gotta get off a little topic here is the drug epidemic i think people don't talk about this enough uh, i we hit last you year know, 100 000 people annually died overdosing and we just don't talk about it. It's super weird. So the problem is people dying from it. So we need better yeah, overdosing, better oh, regulation oh, of I, application the, of drugs. That's or... just the hard. <laughs> that's just the hardcore version of people are legitimately dying from it. And they always and also, have been. There's a lot of people that are addicted to it because of you know misinformation, widespread marketing on certain you know prescriptions that they don't talk about that have long-term issues oh you mean like them. for opiate prescriptions where the dea Opiates, has been crapping, uh, depression issue depression yeah. drugs they they don't talk about that those are super addictive that they just finding out only a couple of years they also been make in, you tend to make some of them tend to make you psychotic like in the yeah. past they were it was known that you could be depressed you take this drug and you could be psychotic and start shooting people crazy and i'm not going to mention any yeah, names yeah. you can do a search for this back in the late nineties and they would, yeah. they were making jokes about it. And I'm, I'm unsure. Nobody went to prison for that. Obviously there were an issue with it being pushed through again, part of the public government corruption. It should have never passed mm -hmm. FDA trials, but it was pushed through because a lot of money was paid to certain people to make sure it was approved. Are you saying the FDA can be coerced into pushing things that aren't I'm actually saying, safe for us? Every That's crazy. government agency with an elected official in charge somewhere is coerced to do things they shouldn't do. Yeah. Because that's the way it works. Right. And it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. They, they, they should go to prison for it whenever it happens. Whenever you do something that causes people to be harmed or lose money, uh, to me, you, know you shouldn't uh, be doing it. You should go to prison for it. If you're uh, to that extent, and I know this is going to be extreme, but if you're if you're coerced or you are in collaboration with getting people to take a drug and again, you know, and they're not informed that it can 
psychologically maim them essentially for the rest of oh, their lives. Oh, they're informed, but the thing you is, they naturally assume it's okay or it wouldn't be available. Death penalty to me. You should be. You're essentially maiming thousands of, if millions of people. You know that's, that's crazy. Part of that corruption thing. That's one of the. You know it again. It's you're a serial maimer. But they don't <laughs> think it's that bad. They they lie to themselves. They rationalize it, and they make it. They convince themselves that they're helping far more people that they're hurting. There'll always be a, a tiny subset of people that don't do well with this drug. And that's what they're convincing themselves. We can't do anything about that. We've minimized it and mm -hmm. we're helping a hundred thousand times more people than we're hurting. So it's worth mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And that's how they think about it. And they go, the minute that the fact that that it hurts these people, something was going to happen to these people anyway. They, all kind of things happen. Yeah, in they mind. always have a justification, rationalization. Always, for it. Yeah, yeah, always, and it shouldn't have been approved in the first place because right. they really had no idea. They had mm -hmm. no idea that was going to happen. Or they knew and they they, they hit it. Otherwise, correct. Right. Um, my one of my big ones is um, food waste. I, I see it all the time. Apparently, a little bit of because people just don't really think about it is we waste 108 billion pounds of food uh, every year in the United States. That equates to 130 billion meals and more than 408 billion dollars. Uh, Forty percent of wow. all food in America is wasted. Forty, so almost half our food is wasted. Not in my house, and I right. bet not in yours either. Because no. your diet is Spartan. You are very yeah. regimented. <laughs> yeah, and mine is not much better than yours as far as uh, diversity. I eat certain mm -hmm. things. I eat a lot of salads, eggs, chicken an occasional bit of ground beef uh, and pork, but that's pretty much it. Some bread, rice, and that's yeah. about it. I, and I do those mm -hmm. in different ways. Now I do use flour. I do bake some. Occasionally I'll wish to make biscuits or I'll make uh, pancakes or something. Well, I treated myself today. I, I was buying some groceries and I saw they had a whole chicken that was fried up, you know, cut and fried mm -hmm. in Walmart and under the, like the little heated thing, you know, the box of it. I just bought that and ate that for today. Bottle yeah, fried chicken. I, I love fried chicken, man. I really so, love fried chicken. That was my <laughs> meal for the day. And I haven't had it in a very long time. Mm -hmm. So, I, in fact, I did have it once a couple of weeks ago, and that was the first time I had fried chicken in like six months. And it's because I love it so much that I don't eat it too often because it's right. all that grease. It's not the best for you, but I, I can already feel it in my gut, and I'm gonna have to work out later, so it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I might. I wish the best. Might feel for a nauseous. Well, the food waste, I'll say this, if you've paid for it, if you decide not to eat it and throw it away, that's on you. <laughs> you know, that's not even the biggest one. It's commercial waste. I think it's like up to 66% sure, of commercial is waste. They have to charge waste. people for that. They have mm -hmm. to charge people for that waste because they do have to buy the products and distribute it and prepare it. Therefore, what you're paying for is their wastefulness in order to make a profit from them selling you a product. Right. I will admit that most restaurants and food distributors are aware of that waste and capitalism has the best way of trying to minimize it because if it was a Marxist type of environment, they would just expect everybody to just pay one amount and get the same meal and it would suck for everybody and they sure. still wouldn't curb it because there'd be no incentive to curb it. At least yeah. with uh, the capitalistic model for food preparation, distribution and sale, you are highly incentivized to keep it to a minimum because if you can reduce waste, you make more profit. Yeah. There, there's if also you know issues with it. There's, are, um, you won't buy locale, too much. lack of locality 
for the food industry. They, they, you know, a lot of crops are grown in California and then shipped out everywhere type of thing. That's a bad, that's a bad model. Uh, they do it because of the consistent weather. So they get a certain amount of yield consistently. So they have sure. a certain amount of profit margins for sure. that. But uh, that causes all type of waste from. They also had to, cheap arable land with a lot of sunshine and moderate and temperate. Which causes drought in their areas because they use all that all that yeah. water over there to grow all yeah. those crops so right correct there's all correct. type of issues that come with that but you have so. seen farmers markets get becoming hugely popular in the last 15 years yeah so that's turned yeah. around a i'm hoping bit. that becomes more local marketing systems happen a lot more i'm hoping that happens because right. that helps and i've seen a good friend i consider a member of my family he's planted a super garden in his front and backyard that he does yeah. and he tends to but he loves that kind of thing most mm -hmm. people just don't want to be bothered with it planting their own yeah good. it's a lot for some people for to i just had start to do it as a kid and i hate thing. it i don't want to yeah. do it ever again it was the thing <laughs> we had to do to eat and i never want to do it again if i never weed another garden it'll be too soon yeah papa garden though still even his older That's age because so. that was just, just a way to. of life to him and he found mm -hmm. enjoyment out of it i yeah. didn't as a small child and yeah. being out there every day i just didn't it was just a it. chore for you instead of enjoyment yes. Yes. yeah and I and I I didn't like it, and I'm not going to do it if I don't have to. Now, if I had yeah. to, I would, and I I wouldn't resent it, but I don't want to if I don't have to. Right. And if you look at it towards hours spent and what you yield, it is not worth it. It's still cheaper yeah. to buy produce at the grocery store instead of Most spending likely. hours every day in your front and backyard tending to your garden. I mean, yeah, logistically, it's not all there for it, but um, I would still encourage it because yeah people get you know they get you a little will get bit better of a, vegetables no question about it not even that you get a little bit more of a i guess satisfaction self-satisfaction out of Maybe. it um making wouldn't. your own thing you know right but it's an me. individual thing for it you also right. have to learn how to can and preserve if you're going to do it mm -hmm. because when they come in they all come in at once you're when you yeah. your tomatoes you learn some skills for it if in. you want to give it that way there's always they're a all going to be right about it in a in a week roughly mm -hmm. and if you don't have a way to prepare it and keep it they're going to rot so you yep. just waste you learn all how that to time. make preservatives and jams yeah. and all that yes. kind of stuff yes soups yeah. and salts can and, and jar everything all that and that's a that's more work and time and effort again is it worth it to you it is right yeah that's all part of it i mean to the me? convenience of a, a no. convenience store is there <laughs> right <laughs> um but um uh, big one, instant pleasure industry. I know that's not a very common terminology. What does that mean? That is everything that has to do with us eating sugars to feel good for a moment. Just quick dopamines, us getting on social media platforms for oh, a quick instant and gratification. Pleasure. Instant I, I will gratification. say that I'll go with you there. Social media has become a problem mm -hmm. only because the way that it is being handled. You sure? It is only allowing a certain view of the world to be broadcast. Yeah. It's very uh, narrow, very narrow. Yes. Only criticisms are allowed of a certain type yeah. of thought process, but other type of thought process is ballyhooed, no matter how negative it is, as long right. as it follows the proper tunnel of thought, the proper pattern sure. of thought, that's a real problem. It's censored as in long a as way. you finish the checklist of reprimanding the certain people that you need to right. reprimand. As long you're as you're good. on the right no side, no matter how vitriolic it is, it's still right. good. As long as you're on the right, right side and criticizing the right people and the right activities, it's okay. As soon mm -hmm. as you try to remain neutral and go, well, wait a minute, 
that's not good either. Now you're a problem. Even if you're not right. on the other side, the fact that you're willing to call them out is a problem. I would say that is a real problem. How social media is you, social media in itself is just a tool. Right. But the problem is the way it's being handled and the way it's being presented and structured and abused. I will say abused mm -hmm. by the very people who are becoming rich from it is a real issue. Well, I would even go into further about psychological development about it. Um, just people finding immediate instant gratification. They want to, they want a sweet, they want a snack all the time. They want their little YouTube video. They want their little shorts, YouTube shorts, their little TikToks all the time. Now, while they're just sitting and waiting in, in line for something, everybody pulls out their phone. It's weird. It's oh, super weird to me. So you're even saying that not just social media, but the fact that they can't just be quiet with themselves for longer than they, a couple of seconds. They is need a entertainment constantly. They need gratification that, constantly. Yes. That it causes a certain to, amount of perspective in life and it causes people to be yes. immediately irritable. Um, they're not able to covert converse with people easily social issues. They have social uh, interaction issues because of it. A lack Super of weird. patience with people. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm guilty of that many times. Mm -hmm. I, I don't suffer fools <laughs> very well in my presence. It, it, when I find that it's intentionally done and they expect mm -hmm. in nobody else to say anything, and they take advantage of a situation. I don't. I don't do well with that. Or with sure, somebody, that's an exception. I'm just talking about right. general. Or if somebody wastes of... my time with nonsense. I don't do well with that because it's my time, not yours. I didn't yeah. ask you to. But if yes, but you're talking about the inability of someone just to be quiet and ponder and contemplate for a bit and not to be entertained. Sure. For longer. That's than one of them. Five minutes. Just just not yeah. be entertained, not have to look at a TV screen or your phone screen or something else, not to have to occupy your conscious mind with something. Or just, just the whole thing. There's TVs on gas stations now giving us advertisements. Gas I'm pumps. Like, what? Yeah, what is what is this? What is happening? What do, what We just constantly need some type of feed yeah, in our brain about telling us about. Well, that's don't. the advertising people, you know, yeah, trying sure. to get in your mind whenever they can. Yeah. And, of course, the gas people selling those spots to those people. Sure. That's capitalism yeah. at its finest. And I, mm -hmm. I don't have an issue with it unless it becomes intrusive. That is borderline intrusive to me. I agree. You can't right. go anywhere without somebody talking to you about something. Hey, I'm, I just want to pump gas and leave here. I'd, I'd like to not have to have a screen look at, but it's something that it's passive and I can just ignore it. It's not something yeah. that requires my attention. It's not somebody who's looking in my face. Whenever I turn, they're moving around in my face again. It's 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 a non-issue. It's a it's a video recording that I can pay no attention to whatsoever. And I'll say I'm guilty of this because I'm used to now because of the way I, what I do for work is I get to have my earbuds in me all, on me all the time. Is I'm super guilty of either listening to an audiobook or listening to music majority of the day of what I'm doing. So it's weird when yeah, I don't I have those things around me. I it's, didn't have I that can, option. Yeah, I can definitely even I was tell on the surveillance difference. for all day yeah, 10 12 aware. hours a day i didn't have the radio on i had i just sat there and watched mm. yeah. all the time i did that for many many years just me talk to nobody else maybe just me and mm -hmm. i don't think and most people honestly couldn't handle it they make terrible surveillance operators because they just can't do it and i think yeah. today they'd be even worse because they're yeah. used to being occupied the all the time attention deficit disorder here, is rampant yeah. and i wonder why and here's the thing, you're like, well, what's wrong with listening to Airbus? Because you won't hear what's going on around you. 
You mm-hmm. won't hear if somebody's coming up to you. I had people try to rob me when I was in my vehicle. Oh, yeah. Steal my vehicle. And because I was, wasn't was distracted, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. My vehicle wasn't stolen. Nothing was taken out of it. I wasn't robbed because I was paying attention to everything. I'm safe. People who weren't paying attention, I know of several who had real problems, ended up in the hospital or dead or having to call the police because their vehicle was disabled while they were in it and they were too afraid to say or do anything about it. And if they would have been paying attention, they could have left the area beforehand or done something about it beforehand and avoided it. But because they were distracted, they didn't do it. But yeah, yeah I, would, I would say this expectation of constant entertainment every waking moment is a problem. I think it yeah. destroys your ability to think properly and your ability to interact with other people as you said yeah yeah um this one's a little bit weird uh a world built for cars because i live in houston uh, and this is very rampant here as people they they build the city around cars they build uh you know businesses and stuff you're driving most people's uh, commute is an hour 30 minutes to an hour you know that's crazy to me a lot of kids are having to get bus rides to their school instead of being able to walk to their school type of thing. Well, I, I think saw that the average, average commute is 45 minutes. Yeah. That's one way. 45 yeah. minutes, one way. An hour and a half a day. Average. Some people mm-hmm. drive a lot more. Some people a lot less. And yeah, I think that's a problem. That's eaten into your time of day. I think it's, yeah. a, it's people... ruining your quality of life. And yeah. it's creating other problems, like like you said, filling the highways. Well, that, and you just have high risk of getting into accidents too, because everybody's mm-hmm. on the road driving. It's just mm-hmm. it's... wasted, wasted time, wasted fuel, yeah. wasted everything. Mm-hmm. But it's something that people accept for their ability to earn money. Less people, which is why you have the the big quit, because they're like, it's not worth it for me. I'm gonna stay home. I'll find a job right. doing something else, making less money. I get three hours of my life back every day yeah. if I don't if I don't have to do that or whatever it is that it's going through their mind. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I don't know if it's a problem because in many cases it's a lack of development, which is creating that snarl of traffic. Sure. It's, it's uh, other issues. It's just the uh, the entire how the city's being built. It's being being built the with the expectation somebody's going to own a car and be able to drive to wherever. Just how the roads are being built. They don't have access. Well, to that's other the things design. They have cars. to. Yeah, I yeah. see what you're saying. You think the problem mm-hmm. that they're designing specifically with a vehicle in mind is well, right. Well, that's that's the only reason California's like the way it is. Houston's the way it is, like you said. Yeah. And the fact that I they don't do that, it creates a real problem if they don't do that because it's you absolutely can't use a vehicle to get around. A sure. lot of where I live, as you know, it's underdeveloped as far as highways. And that's why yeah. traffic's so terrible. It's worse yeah. because they didn't design it properly. Yeah. It's just and that's, poor designing. A lot of, of that cities. is because the legislatures couldn't ha- figure out how to steal enough money for themselves so <laughs> while still simply, providing they just simply let the projects die because they couldn't right. figure out how to get their beaks wet from it so mm-hmm. they just nixed it vetoed it if i can't make money off of it i'm an elected official then nobody's going to make money off of it right yeah i just i see it all the time is i i feel bad for i mean when i was growing up you, you know like my schools were way far well besides 
my elementary school was the closest one, but I was still in a different neighborhood, you know, type of thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, these schools are so much further away than I think schools should be. I think yeah. that usually grocery stores, a lot of people, we got lucky. Ours was right next door neighborhood, but a lot of people don't have that right. um, convenience. Um, it's just super weird to me that people aren't able to just walk to their, to the grocery store. I know that's probably an alien thought for a lot of people because that's not how most people grow up. But to me, I feel like that should be something that you should be able to be doing in, in a first world country. You should have a convenience store that's convenient. You know? Right. It certainly would improve a quality of life, but that's something that you have to decide for yourself when you decide where to live. I mean, we looked at all those yeah. things in that old neighborhood, which is one reason we decided to move there when I was still married to your mother, although that was supposed to be temporary and it wasn't for a variety of reasons, but yeah. that was still a consideration. Even though it was temporary, we wanted our lives to be as comfortable as possible while we had to spend our time there. And yeah, it I just think out. the options are a lot, a lot more scarce or however you want to phrase yeah. that to where it makes sense. I believe the scarce is the <laughs> <Yeah>. appropriate. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's just a lot less optional for people to have that. And it's, I feel that's a problem in America. Civil engineering is letting us down. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that either. However, here's the thing. One of the things decried in this area. This is a very small problem, by the way. I already, yeah, I'm well aware this is a very although, yeah, it, small this problem. Borderline non-problem but i will say this it's become a problem in neighborhoods in certain areas of this city i live in and they're claiming that grocery stores won't go in certain areas and because it's uh yeah the food uh, drought or however you say it whatever phrasing they use and i got news for you it is not political it is strictly business grocery stores do not care where they make money as long as they make money if they don't move into your areas because they can't make money yeah. there. Yeah, they're not racist. I promise you. They don't no, care. Money They green. do not care. And they've tried <laughs> to make money there. They've had many dozens yeah. in the last few decades put try to make money there and they can't. Yeah, if they see no other competition, that's prime real estate. Exactly. They're going to try. But I promise you. It is so bad. But if they keep seeing it failing everywhere, then well, they're going to not they're going to stop it's trying. It's been tried eventually. over and over and they try to find out why one the overhead is low because you know real estate isn't that expensive there the issue is the crime is so bad that thievery is constant from the employees and from the patrons and the civil suits because this is such a litigious state slip and falls every day and if you have to pay out ten thousand dollars every day fake or not and the judges will tell you that. I don't care. You got to pay something. I don't care if you can't prove it. That You can't make a living there. You can't afford insurance there. Insurance won't cover you. And if you don't have insurance, you can't keep the door. And that's just two examples. Right. But if, and it gets worse, it gets worse. Uh, the damage to property, if you say certain people can't go there because they've proven that they're not there to shop, they're there to steal. Or if they're yeah. proven, you can't ban people there because they accuse you of other things. You're just trying to run mm-hmm. a business in an efficient business-like way. It starts way. piling on. I, I yeah. know. And, out, and you're not allowed to that... for political reasons. You just can't do business there. So they just don't try anymore. They just stop. Yeah. The truck routing is more expensive because it's out of yeah. the way and it's not Correct. within miles. Of it, so you have to pay them more. So you're paying more to get your yes. supplies already that you're not getting money on. It just compiles right. and compiles. It's just right. And you have to charge thing. more for all these things. Then they say you're charging more because 
another political right. reason, but you can't because that's the only way you can make money because you're paying so much more because of everything else. And then because the prices are so high, it's creating other problems and it, and it's just, it spirals out of control. So you yeah. just have to. Yes. The food drought close. is a problem, but it's, it's a, it's a self-causing, a self-prophesizing problem for a lot of areas. They do it to themselves. It's super They definitely weird. do. And they don't see also the, the connection. Culture, because they don't talk about the culture of what they what they consume. They don't usually buy uh, they don't buy foods and fruits and vegetables. They'll buy you know frozen stuff, and that it isn't it isn't as great as a profit margin for them usually because it costs more to get frozen stuff in there because they have to have yes. a frozen truck to come in. Right. They have to keep it frozen, so it's a lot more it's right. a lot more money to keep those products. So not only are they not buying things that's more profit for the store, you know they're buying things that are less profitable for the store if they are buying things. So it's just it just becomes this yeah. Uh, yeah a multiple angles but it's of the problems. disconnect between because they people have never run a business they don't understand the real problems involved in right. running a business and they assume these people just aren't doing it for reasons that aren't business look people are in business to make money so if they're not doing business somewhere it's because they can't make money there right. i promise you if they saw a way if it was as easy as everybody thinks and like they could exploit that market and you can call it exploitation if you want, sure. but that's what business does. It exploits a market and says, Hey, I can make money here. I can be fair and I can make money or even not fair, but I can make money. If they're sure. not there, it's because they can't make money period. And right. you can, they can't you can even try to politicize. You. <laughs> no, they can't even exploit. They can't even do it unfairly. They can't yeah. make money. In fact, they've lost money over and over in those areas. Yeah. I'd say that that is a real issue. And that mm -hmm. is something that I, I find that outrageous that people don't, are, well, I think they understand it. They refuse to understand it because they have their own political agendas. They're trying to yeah. push to show how unfair it is. The unfairness is trying to push a political agenda as an issue that's not political. Right. That's the unfairness of it. And, and they're, they're masking it. They're painting it a different color than it right. actually is. And the failure to connect a lack of personal accountability to why things won't work because it's mm. not, it's not what you claim it to be and you know it. And that's the, right. that's where I have a real issue. And that's part of the corruption thing. Again, it, mm -hmm. it'll all come back to corruption in the end. I promise. <laughs> a lot of problems is corruption. Yes. <laughs> human nature. Yeah. Right. Um, to go back to that, the last one I have is a prison industrial complex is a big one for me. That is <laughs> a huge one. And it is certainly due to privatized prison industrial complex. There should That's be no such issue. thing as a private prison in my estimation. Yeah, it's period. Insane. That is a government function. Profiting off of it should always be a government insane. function because there should be no. If there is a private prison somewhere right now, it should be in violation of a constitutional law, period. Nobody, no personal private individual or entity should be able to keep anybody prisoner for any reason. It should not be delegable by a government yeah. to have somebody's like, hey, Boomer X, how about you keep this person locked up in your house for us? We'll pay you $200 <laughs> a month. Yeah. No, that should not be legal. No, I don't care if the government says it's okay. It's not constitutional. We'll supply you the food and the guards for it. it don't is, worry. Yes, yes. And you go, well, what's un unconstitutional about it? Where's the authority that allows it? Yeah. That's what's unconstitutional about it. There's no authority that allows that, a private individual, to keep somebody prisoner. There is none. So it should yeah. be a government institution maintaining prisoners, always, always.
yeah, it's actually insane how we're able allow allowing this. And to whenever happen, you have this, yeah, happening. they're exploiting and they're profiting it. off of it. It's they're crazy. making huge dollars and they're paying judges. There are numerous judges that have been caught up in the corruption of sending people to prisons, juvenile oh, yeah. prisons, they're rehab prisons, and other to yes, send people because they get money or goods or vacations mm-hmm. or whatever to send people. They're incentivized to, to keep them in there longer. They're incentivized to funny. keep their I cells filled. Of the FBI arresting any sitting judges for doing this either. Funny, huh? That's another it's problem. Weird. Also, yeah. public corruption. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's unbelievable how that goes. I just makes you want to just start doing yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> well, the biggest thing, too, because I never advocate violence, is just stop participating in it. Mm-hmm. You know, just stop participating in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hope people start awakening to these things instead of talking about whatever drama happening. Wherever. Yeah, what football Rapid. team was the most this oppressed weekend. of us? Who's yeah. whatever, whatever. God. That, that's the other thing. This real my one of my biggest issues is the lack of respect for individual rights, and that's yeah. a corruption thing. Because here's the thing: people who are rich and powerful or companies who are rich and powerful, they don't need the government. They yeah. have their own power and people that work for them to give them what they want and to make sure what they want happens. It's the individual, the smallest entity of all, somebody with no power, with no real resources to just get what they deserve to have from yeah a good day's work or whatever it is they're doing to make sure they get what they're supposed to. That individual is who needs the government. The government is yeah. supposed to restrict the rich and powerful. Especially little for people, the people, by the yeah, people. Little people don't, you know, they're the ones who need the government, not the big people. They're, they're doing right. their own thing. They have enough power and resources to do what they want. It's the little people making sure they don't get shafted or they don't get cheated. They're the ones yep. who need the government. That's who the government is supposed to be working for. And I don't understand how people can get the disconnect. And that's why I get confused when you see these huge corporations getting monstrous tax breaks. How is that? How are people okay with that? They're like, well, we need R&D and research. That would happen anyway. You shouldn't yeah. have a company making billions, not paying anything in taxes or very little. hmm there should be no company paying less in taxes than an individual. It, it should never, ever happen. Every car company in America has gotten bailouts besides Ford. You know, that's, that's a different issue. A bailout is a recognition that there's a problem and they're getting bailed. And if it's done with loans and it's repaid, that's fine. Sure. The government's deciding did that. to do that. They did it with loans. They didn't do bailouts. Yes. And loans. the representatives are, that's okay. I don't have a big issue with that because it's money that changes. I have an issue it's when done. it's done to banks when they obviously messed with the money and that's, they lost out on investments. That's and they a bail separate them out. issue altogether. And that was done yeah. because people don't Same want thing to with admit the car companies. They, they operated no. their, their company terribly. It was a different deal, especially 2009, what they don't want to admit. And even on the movies it was in the book though that -hmm. the reason they had to bail out these banks is because the government forced these banks to give loans to people that they knew weren't eligible they knew couldn't pay back these loans the problem came in when the banks took it two steps farther 
and said, we'll give you a loan worth 125% of what your house mm. is. That's a problem. And the government failed to stop them. And that's all because of the corruption endemic in the system. But also yeah. the government should have not have forced banks to give loans to people who clearly didn't qualify, who scores on it. And they did it again under political pressure because right. they had scores that weren't high enough, but a certain demographic could never have bought a house. So they said, well, if we're going to do it to, to this demographic, we have to do it to everybody. And they said, well, if you don't do it to them, we're going to sue you and say, go ahead and sue us. And we'll show you what this is about. We'll see how that goes for you in the news. So there was all kind of political cloak and dagger stuff going on. And they, they bailed the banks out because they had to, they promised right. to do it and they had to do it or they wouldn't have gotten any of those loans started in the early two thousands and the late nineties, but it blew out of control and the government didn't want to argue this in court because it made them look like the dirty political people that they were instead of sure. trying to do what was appropriate. So it, it got out of control. Everybody was taking advantage of everybody for their own personal agenda and it got out of control. And that that's where the real issue is. Who is going to make sure that people do what they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's us don't vote them back in. If you see somebody who has been an elected official, thank you for your service, sir or ma'am. Let's have somebody else in there. You're right. gone. That's it. I've promised yeah. you they've done things you will never know about and that weren't appropriate or they wouldn't be there to run in the first place. <laughs> so let's get yeah, somebody any else. Any career politician is a problem. Gone. Is a gone. problem. There should never be such thing as a career politician ever. Ever. Yeah. There should be no retirement for politicians. That is not a profession. It's, yeah. it's a service. Because you yeah. have too much power and no accountability. So th that should not be an issue. Why should you get retirement based on that? They should never have it. But that's me. Uh, I, I say that as a problem. That's one thing that would be accountable. Say, well, who would run then if you can't get people who look at that as a public service and not people who look at that as a, a way to exploit and dominate others? Exactly sure. the kind of person you want to be in there. That's who you would get to run. There's plenty of people that are trying to be in there, but they're held back because the people that are in there don't want them there. No. Because they know they cause problems. So yes, they know they can't get what they want anymore because they people are they're trying to be for the good of everybody and not just for the good of themselves. Yeah. And that's the real problem. Whenever you see people like that, but those are the ones who seek power. So the very ones who want to run are the very ones you don't want running. <laughs> that's, right. that's the uh, paradox of the whole situation. Yeah. But again, it's the best system we can come up with right now. There it's we not are. the best, but it's the one that's working, unfortunately. Yes, it, it seems to work the best for the moment. And it yeah. is getting better because I'll tell you, corruption used to be far worse when I was a kid. I was mm. unaware of it, but looking back, it was. And it seems to get a little less all the time. But now I think we've passed the tipping point because. We've lost individual rights so much that we've given away our privacy. And the thing is, that means the government has more control and the individual has less. And whenever you have that, you have corruption becomes worse and worse. And that's, yeah. and that's what I see. Because they can get away with it. Yeah, it's starting to happen now. Uh, political corruption and government corruption is, is growing worse by the year. And it, we have passed that tipping point. It was getting better. And when did it happen? I don't know. I can't tell you for sure. Obama. But I will. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> Always think... blame Obama. 
No, I don't think it was him. Like I said, no. he was an okay president. We've had. No, I don't care. Yeah, I just like but, that whole that old meme. I'm trying to bring it back. Everybody. Yeah, Obama yeah, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, nah, it's silly. He, he was okay. <laughs> we've had worse and we've had better. But I, I think, I don't know when it happened. I think it happened sometime after, you know, 9-11. It, it it tipped it changed probably a good spot to start looking it, it might have been used because of obviously that obviously some very skeptical or right weird I, things started happening that, a lot that, of policies that, that didn't make any sense right the patriot was, act being one yes it you know. still is now all that stuff yeah. they do now is was considered unconstitutional just 20 years before then right and they would send agents to prison for it. well now you my get god you're not a patriot are you if you don't right. like this that's that's crazy <laughs> i love but, that that I, I, that had to be the tipping point around that time, and it's it's steadily becoming mm. worse. So as soon as you fail to hold individual rights sacred, because you can't have collective rights or group rights or political power without respecting individual rights, you can't, because then there's no such thing. Mm. If you can't, if the individual can't have their own power and authority to do something, then there is none for anybody else either. And, right. that, and that's how democracy started with the Greeks. The, yeah. the individual was the soldier and the politician, and they have the ability to defend themselves and bring force upon others of their own. If they were right, then they were, bought, they were celebrated. If they were wrong, then they were put to death or imprisoned. But it was all on them. But it didn't happen until every citizen had the ability to be as dangerous as every other citizen or the right and authority as every other citizen. Prior to that, it was just fiefdoms and kingdoms and people being exploited. And after that, it became that way once they went back to the old monarchy type of system. Yeah. But when they, when they reintroduced it, how about we have people be pretty much equal except where they can't be because we have to give authority to others We'll see how this works. And it worked well until, of course, corruption started creeping in. And it's always been there because people, but you try to minimize it is my point. You always yeah. try to make sure it's minimized so that these problems don't arise. Because as I mentioned before, the more corruption that exists, the worse the citizenry and the economy becomes. Always, without fail. So yeah. if you see your economy starting to take a nosedive, just know it's because there's more corruption in the system. And you're going to say, that's crazy. Causation doesn't equal, correlation doesn't equal causation. In this case, it does because it's, right. it is a direct relation and you will see it is unerring in its accuracy. Mm -hmm. Unerring in its accuracy. Even though they're not exactly the same, they are directly related. Yeah. Well, I think that's, a good portion of them. I know, I know I missed a couple of them, but I didn't, didn't think they were as important to me. So I didn't list them. <laughs> Maybe we'll get them on the next one. Right. Right. There's a couple here and there. And really we're being... just, we're just talking, trying to talk about real problems for people right. instead of just generic uh, breakfast talk or small talk. Yeah. Things like that. I, I would say one of the last problems is, and this is, you know, hand in glove with the other things we spoke about people seem to forget that the american justice system and i've seen the same thing in the european justice system justice system in the western world as a whole used to have at its heart 
the idea that I would rather 10 guilty people go free than one innocent person be put in prison. No, that's definitely the other way around now. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah. And everybody agreed. And and when I was guilty until proven innocent is definitely the motto now. And even if it's not that way, technically, legally, it's that way socially and politically. Right. Which that's what matters because you're judged by peers. So that's not how it should be. That is not how it should be. That goes to show that the system is becoming tyrannical and that people want their pound of flesh. There needs to be an understanding that the justice system is the monopoly on violence that is allowed by the citizenry. So we need to be very careful about what they can and what they are able to do Mm -hmm. and how it is meted out. Private prisons is one thing, but also the fact that if you have a prosecutor that you find who intentionally withholds evidence to convict somebody, that should not be, oh, he's fired. That should be immediate prison for a very long time at minimum. Not only is he politically corrupt that he did things against that he knew better and did things to intentionally put an innocent man in prison and pervert the system, which leads to people not believing in the system, which believes to other problems. That is a huge yeah. problem when it happens. And it's happened a half a dozen times in just the last 10 years I know of. Oh, and that almost never happened. Yeah. You can Google search it and it is, it, and they try to hide that when I say they, people don't like to talk about it because of what I mentioned it starts to undermine people's faith in the system and nobody wants to admit that that happens. It's, oh, that never, it happens quite often. And the worst thing is there's no real accountability for it. I think the last time there was any accountability, the prosecutor was fired. Big deal. Didn't even strip his law license. What is that? Yeah, easily the amount of people that get caught doing it, you can easily double or triple the amount of people that get away with it. Yes, that's and that's what I'm saying. That's the ones right. they finally found out. How many times did it happen? They didn't find, they didn't ask that. They just wanted to get it behind and pretend it didn't happen and move on. Like nothing mm-hmm. to see here, move along, move along. And they really need to make an example of these people and punish them with extreme prejudice. Yeah. So that people know this will not be tolerated. Therefore, the citizens who have faith in those who have the authority over them Otherwise, it's not going to last, and you really need to have a stable system. That's the uh, entire point of a continuance of government. It needs to be stable and fair. So, And I think people and juries need to get back to that. Look, that judge is in charge of the courtroom, and the judge is the judge, but you as the juror, that's your vote. You get to cast your vote any way you want to, regardless of what anybody else says. Right. So if you see a problem, with how the evidence was handled, you see a problem with the police. You, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You get to cast your vote how you want, period, mm-hmm. for any reason you want, period. And they're going to give you all kind of instructions. And you know what? Meaningless. They are instructions for what they want you to do. But it's your vote. Cast it how you will. That's all I'm going to say about that. Right. And you know I will. And if they ask me, I say. Hey, I'm the one that gets to cast my vote. It's my vote. I cast it anyway. I That's want. why you're not ever on the jury. <laughs> yes, that is why I'm not ever on the jury. I get to cast it any way I want for any reason I want. 
Yeah, and already, I will. They already filter you out. They're like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Yeah, you ain't getting on that journey. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the problem. They they should not allow that. They should not allow. No, it should be, be 12 people, period. Right. It's crazy. I get to handpick my people like, no, what is this? That's nonsense. 12 random people, period. Yeah. Yeah. Should be a lottery. Done. No voir dire. <sighs> no, none of this. You got yeah. 12 people. That would cause, that would help quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The the more you can keep it from being massaged, guided, sure. The more you can make sure that it manipulated. is manipulated. Yes. This is really what's happening. Yes. And I, I was trying to system. avoid that word right. because I've been too negative. But the more <laughs> you can make it even and randomized, the more just it is likely to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's to me is one of the very small problems of it, but that is definitely a problem of it is the corruption on that end, I, I find probably most judges are corrupt to their core. Oh, they're absolutely personally. corrupt. And the, so just the, to get to that job, you have to be. And like, the parish I grew up, they named a throughway after a judge that was known to be one of the most corrupt judges in the area. In fact, they had a nickname for him. And it was because he was so corrupt. If you could come up with that figure. And at that time it was $10,000. You could, that he would make sure that you wouldn't be convicted of any charge. He would just oh, dismiss the charges. Nice. Yeah, unless it was murder, then it right. then it was then it. Then I guess he has it. some boundaries. He has some principles. Huh? Yeah, it was it was twenty thousand dollars then. You got to remember that was in <laughs> that was in the seventies and early eighties. But it, it was he was that correct, and he was known for it, and he was there for decades. He was there until he couldn't get up in the morning anymore because he had it made, and people kept electing him because. He was just, well, I can talk to him. You can talk to him because he's corrupt and he's always looking for a payout. Right. So what? And if you couldn't come up with the money. a long way in life, man. Yeah. If you couldn't come up with the money, you were probably going to be convicted. It was it was just that that way. And people just thought, well, that's just the way it is. It is not that way. It doesn't have to be that way. You just need to stop doing it. And if, and if people knew who I was talking about in the air, they would say he was never like that. He was absolutely like that. I know, but I was an investigator. <laughs> and they, they would say, you're a horrible person for saying it. It is the truth. It's not me that's horrible. It was him that's horrible. These are right. facts. Yeah. And and it's funny how people will do that. They will just make every excuse, rationalization, rationalization for it. And because I call it out, I'm the bad guy. But the person yeah. doing it's not the bad guy. It's amazing to me how that works. And that's a real problem too the hypocrisy of calling out bad behavior you don't get to be sacred because you're a judge you're a police officer or you're a certain demographic you're not safe you're not you don't get to do bad things and it's okay right it is not yeah well the problem is you know accusing these people it's always the same old you know but they can they convict you to the point of it's but it's never that way because the absence of evidence isn't the evidence of absence is essentially right. how that goes yeah. i well, don't have any proof but we see this happening time and it's time it's a again. problem of allowing politics to override evidence and facts right and rationalization they they need to stop it they need to be logical critical thinking and use evidence and facts and just stop it you can think a certain way there's nothing wrong with thinking whatever you're thinking but when you refuse to look at new information and facts because it disagrees with what your emotional decision has arrived at, 
then mm-hmm. you're the problem. And, and right. people just need to stop it. And because you have a personal thing for something or an emotional attachment, you're probably not in the place to make a judgment anyway. Yeah. But that's me. So, so what, are, what are we talking about next week? When did you know it was going to end? Yeah, for relationships, right? So yeah. when did you know the relationship was over? Yeah. So something happened. We've all been there, a certain relationship. And we're talking romantic relationships primarily, right? But it could be mm-hmm. a work relationship or business partnership or friendship. Could be any of those things. Sure. We'll talk about but you knew something happened. It may have been building up, but there was a straw that broke the camel's back and said, oh, well, this is it. And it may not have yeah. happened instantly. You may have been, okay, maybe I'll cool down and rethink this. But the more you thought about it, the more you knew that, ah, we're done. We're done here. It's over. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. And it's not like, when do you break up? That's different. You just, we're going to talk about certain events that occurred that let us know we're done. Right. What was certain the tipping event. point? Yeah. Were, were you just we're like, nah, nah. We're, we're through. I ain't about like, this no more. Right. Could have been a date. <laughs> could have been a friendship. Could have been right. anything. Right. Yeah. So that's what we'll talk about next week. I thank y'all for listening and hear us talk about these unpleasant things, but at least it's something for y'all to ponder that real issues sure. that hopefully you can talk about your friends and relatives and try to make a dent in the way people think, or at yeah. least consider it more deeply about what they're, what's really important to them. And I appreciate you listening. I'm Boomer X. And I'm Millennial Z. Take care, everybody. Peace.